Studio was good, was good, was good. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm was good. Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, this is the Out of My League podcast where you get all the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and of course, the news. 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 <laughs> for sure, man. For sure. How was your weekend? My weekend was great, man. I went home down in North Carolina, got to hang with my family, got to see my friends. We was on a lake. I jumped off the dock. <laughs> we was on a boat. <laughs> I jumped off the boat and we was in the water. And I, I mean, I played basketball in the pool, which is fire. I suggest we get a crib with a diving board. <laughs> we, should, we should just go ahead and rent one out. Like we need to go ahead and invest and buy one. But no, nah, I mean, my weekend was good. Got to watch a lot of basketball, of course. A lot of sports going on. Euro's going on mm-hmm. now. The weekend was good, man. Overall, got to see my family. I spent two good weeks at home, so it was good, man. This was I love up. it. I love it. How was you, man? It was good, man. A lot of basketball. You know what I mean? On this ground, obviously, I'm working, doing basketball. Yep. Trying to maintain that that work-life balance. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. Sons and four. <laughs> <laughs> Sons and four. <laughs> he's a legend. He is. <laughs> I, he, like, yo, he's a legend. Like, I really, really hope that he's at the first game. Man, put his jersey in the Raptors. <laughs> no. No, honestly. Honestly. Hang him up. Facts. Hang him up. Let's get to your sons, man, because they burned the Nuggets in Denver to go ahead and complete that second round sweep and advance to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since, I think, 2010, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yep. What can you take away from the Suns' performance? I mean, they're just dominant on both ends of the floor. Yep. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, they just had too much for the Nuggets. I mean, you had Mikael Bridges the first game, had 23 points. You had Chris Paul going crazy in the fourth quarter. Oh, my god. You goodness. got Devin Booker having 30-point games. Like, DeAndre Aiden giving the Joker, you know, work. Business. You know, they, he essentially matched his numbers the first couple games. No, nah, he did. He They, they canceled each other exactly. out. I said that. And we both said mm-hmm. that Joker, aside from Joker, who was going to get his no matter what, yeah. somebody else had to step up, and they literally had no answer. Right. They had no answer. Nobody else could step up. Michael Porter Jr. was out of his game. Mm-hmm. He wasn't hitting the shots that he normally hits. And Aaron Gordon, he had, he I, think he had I think he had one decent game where he, he dropped maybe he 14, but he was awful. He was terrible. He was doing a lot of pull-up jumpers, and I was like, yo, this isn't your bag. He was terrible. This, this is not your bag. None of these games were remotely close. No. And, and like that fan said, that beat up that <laughs> Nuggets fan. Sons and four. Sons, sons and four. He gave him hands. Yeah. Two piece. Yeah. That, that's a that's a wing dinner for yeah. you. He was tearing cuz head up. Like it was crazy. Cuz initiated the fight yeah. and then got work. And then had to dip. <laughs> the fun I the sign off it, it gets me every time. He beat that bricks off cuz. And then said, Hey, sons, sons and four. four. Yo, this was in Denver. Facts. No way he should have got out of there alive. With like, Steve no, Nash no. jersey on. When, <laughs> Steve Nash jersey on. Both of y'all got Jamal Murray jerseys on. Yo, this dude why, got Steve Nash jersey. This dude has on a Steve Nash jersey. And both of y'all have on Jamal Murray jerseys. And he's working both of y'all. Facts. And then he told you, yo, sons, sons, and, four. And, sons and four. Yeah, at this time. And then they, swept, they swept them Facts. in Denver. And Joker, out of his character, I'm not going to lie, 
It got a little scary for yeah. Booker. I don't know if you <laughs> seen that look. I did. I was like, all right, but relax. Go, go back home to Kendall. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not going to lie. Joker had, he was way too calm. Like, all right, bet. After the game, me and you. You. Yeah. <laughs> you. Yeah. Joker looked a little, he looked a little scary you saw in that the, moment. You saw the Joker brothers in the crowd? Yeah. They, <laughs> hey, they was ready. They was about that life. They had the gag. <laughs> they, they, they had the gag. Yo, ready. It, it, it might have got ugly. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad they broke that up. It might have got ugly. Joker was not happy. It. He was fed up too. Yeah. Like, he must. He was so frustrated with them losing all them games. Yeah, we're not win one game. None of the games were even close. No. To be honest, like blowouts. The, the, yeah, the scores were not indicative of what that series showed because they weren't even close. The first three games were twenty point blowouts. I think. Yeah, like yeah. It, it. It really wasn't close. That was really really bad. And that shows just how much better the Suns are than the Nuggets. I told you, like we said off air, yeah. I much rather would have seen Dame and the Trailblazers against y'all, just because I know Dame would mm. at least. Make it entertaining. Yeah. Because he would probably drop 50 or so. But moving on, mm. breaking news. If you haven't heard, Chris Paul tested positive for COVID. Yep. Is out indefinitely, technically. Mm. But the indefinite isn't as long as it sounds, obviously. Right. So the the protocol is the player has to have two back-to-back negative, negative tests. tests. Yep. To even rejoin his team, he's not allowed in the facility right now. Yep. They have to do contact tracing, so then they, do, they now do. go through the players and the coaches yep. and, and see test everybody there. And then you look at what Chris Paul is going through with not only him, his family. Yeah, like he has to all he has this to, stuff. Yeah, he has to isolate. Lot. He has to isolate. Yeah. Like, we were afraid of this happening, but it it kind of died down, obviously, because we haven't had any cases in the NBA in a while. But this was something that we thought could potentially affect. Yeah. You know, the finals, the conference finals. And we see right now that this is going to be something that the Suns are going to have to overcome, at least in the early stages. I'm assuming right now, if anything, he'll miss at least game one. Yeah. At least game one. Mm -hmm. Because he has to have negative tests or two negative tests. And game one at the earliest or at the latest would be. Earliest, it'll be Tuesday. I mean, mean, latest, it'll be Tuesday. Yeah, latest, it'll be Tuesday. So somewhat of a quick turnaround especially if he has to isolate i will say this and I, it is you know something good to point out here is he did get the vaccine in february yes so that he, that is covered the only thing with chris paul right now because lebron did it with drake and michael b jordan and you know game four yep. going to game four chris <laughs> paul in this situation i'm sure the league is trying to get as much information as possible but if so he did test positive mm-hmm. from what We've been hearing he he did test positive. He had a positive test that could be a false positive though. True. So he hasn't we, been doing right. anything. He hasn't like, done anything. It like LeBron had a whole extravaganza. <laughs> Chris Paul just been hooping yeah. and going home. Yeah, like, he's that, just been. That's hooping all he's and going been doing. Home. So what what I think is going to happen is I think you know you know the Suns will update us on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The, you know to figure out what the status of Game One will be for Chris Paul. If I my understanding of how this is going to work is. Saturday is by Saturday. He needs to clear two. I mean, it has to happen in order for him to play game one. Right. So, you know, this is, this is, you know, potentially an issue because Chris Paul, a leader in the locker room, the veteran trying to get these guys ready a for the cl- West Conference. A closer. Yeah. A closer. A closer in the game. He's not allowed in a facility. Can't, can't be around his teammates, his coaches. Yep. No practice. Nobody. All he can do is watch film and, and be on virtual, home. you yeah. know, be virtual and talk to the virtual guys. Meetings, that. Yeah. So, I think what's what's gonna have to happen is here, you know, Devin Booker, I know you're twenty four, but is you. <laughs> Sons and four. <laughs> this is you. Sons and four. And I think I think what's gonna have to happen is should Chris Paul miss game one, it's on Booker, it's on Aiden, Bridges, you know, Jay Crowder, 
you know, they're, all they're gonna, these guys. They're all, they're all gonna have campaign's to gonna be a starter if Chris Paul can't go. They're all gonna have to elevate their game. But the main thing is they're gonna be missing that floor general, exactly. someone to set up the offense. So they're gonna have to and the closer, play, yeah, and the closer. So I feel like they're gonna have to lock down more on defense yeah. because that points gap for him, not only scoring but setting up players to score, is gonna bring them down a little bit. But the good thing that I see this as as a positive is. At most, I feel like this will only be a one-game thing. Yeah. If Chris Paul can isolate and, you know, get those two negative tests mm-hmm. out of the way, I feel like this will be a one-game thing at max. And I feel like, if anything, the rest can only help him. Right. Because the shoulder, Paul, yeah, the, the, the legs. shoulder, the legs, like all the minutes. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it won't be too bad. And speaking of their opponent, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard is down right now with what, blow. with what we fear may be an ACL injury. Yeah. He will not play game five tonight against the Jazz, mm-hmm. which I think me and you are on the same page. Jazz are going to win that yes, game tonight. For sure. In Utah. Yes. And now if Kawhi can't come back for the rest of that series, the Jazz are probably going to win that series, in yes. my, my opinion. Yeah. Do you feel the same way? Yes. I mean, I just feel like the Jazz have too much. Mm-hmm. Without Kawhi, you're missing 30 points. Yeah. And, you know, right now... If you're depending on, you know, Paul George, who has been stepping up, you know, Reggie Jackson, really, uh, Marcus Morris, you know, it, yeah. you don't have it, nobody the, else consistent aside thank from you. Kawhi Leonard. Who else Paul is getting 30 points? Right. And, you I know, agree with that. Rondo's not getting right. 30. Pat Bev's not getting 30. However, the caveat to this is Donovan Mitchell is not healthy. His ankle is bothering him. He did have 30 points. However, I was you say, could tell. Hard, hard, hard it's. You could tell that you, he's yeah, not. Yeah, you can tell he, he's not elevating the yeah. way he's been elevating, jumping, getting as physical mm-hmm. as he has been. But he's still scoring. But yeah, he's still. I was gonna say he's still scoring his points. Donovan Mitchell is doing crazy yeah. numbers in the playoffs so far. Where where else can their points come from if not from Mitchell? Like say Mitchell has 20, 25 points. Yeah. Do you think the Clippers have a chance? Because. I don't know where their score is going to come from. Yeah, either. I mean, I feel, like I feel like they're in the same dilemma now. Yeah, if you if you look at what the Jazz do and you know the way they play off each other, you're going to have your Joe Ingles, who's going to give you anywhere between 15 and 20 points. You're going to have uh, Banjanovic, who's going to be probably give you about the same 15 to 20 points, and then you're going to have um, you, you're going to have your you know uh, Gobert, who's probably going to give you 10, maybe. I, I would say, I would say, well. Maybe I feel, ten I feel, points. I, I feel like you're giving uh, Bogdanovich and too much. Ingles a little too much. I would say anywhere from ten to fifteen. I think okay. for Gobert, he usually gets from anywhere from six to ten. He doesn't score that much. He's no, he more does. Of a, he's, he's more of a defensive guy. Yeah. I think honestly, the second most points on the team is probably coming from Clarkson. Yeah. Clarkson, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Clarkson will. Clarkson can give you twenty. Yes. Like Clarkson. Off the bench. Can, yeah. <laughs> Clarkson can give you twenty off the bench. I think that. Having Mike Conley still hurt, definitely that, hurts. that hinders them a lot on yes. offense. Mike Conley is a scorer for yes. them, and he facilitates great. Yes. He's a great facilitator, so I think that definitely takes away from their offense. So, I mean, I see them as, I guess they have a better supporting cast. Yes, they do. Than the Clippers. And they're actually, they play as a team. Oh, they they, they play they play one of the best team basketballs in, and I, in the league. And that's the thing, in the Western Conference, if you had to tell me two teams that, had you know the best supporting cast, it would be the Jazz and the Phoenix Suns, and you know ironically they're number one and number two, yeah. and you know you look at to the you know in the series with with the Clippers, and now that Kawhi is kind of gone for Game Five, and he's probably gone for the series yeah, for the series, um, you know all on Paul George, Reggie Jackson, those guys to really generate points. 
but you also have to now that that defensive assignment um, yeah. is going to have to fall on Paul George. Yes. So you know those legs that maybe you are fresher on by not covering Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. It's now on your shoulders to cover that man and also score the buckets. We'll see if that load is going to be too much for him. And you look at Donovan Mitchell on that ankle, like you're not help. He's not. He's not 100. Like you can tell by the way he's playing. He's just not 100. percent That the ankle's giving him a lot of issues. And he re-aggravated it. Yeah. It was that in game three or yes, game, game four. Three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you know, you, you look at how he's playing right now. I mean, he he's putting his points up, but you can tell when he's on the bench how he's grabbing at the ankle. How he's mm-hmm. you know the the medical team has to always check on his ankle. He's, he's, icing, he's it to, yeah, icing it too. He's, he's trying to walk too. it off. Yeah. You know, so it, it's still you know giving him a lot of pain and discomfort. So you you look at these two teams. I just feel like the better team is going to win, the and that would be that would be Jazz. the Utah Jazz. I feel like I agree with you one because I don't think the Jazz make the mistakes that the Clippers do as far as turnovers, right. and the Jazz like pass the ball around fluently on offense. Yes. So they always find the open man, whereas the Clippers play more ISO ball. Yeah, because they have Kawhi Leonard and Paul exactly. George, rightfully so, right. who are supreme scorers. Mm-hmm. But without Kawhi Leonard. It's gonna be all on Paul George to basically ISO and and or create for others, and I yeah. feel like the other supporting cast just won't be able to step up. Like I don't think the Clippers have a Jordan Clarkson they on don't. the bench. They don't. So yeah, I feel I don't think they have a Rudy Gobert in the middle as far as defense yeah, that no. can help them out either. Zubac is not it. Yeah, I mean honestly, as weird as it seems, and I hate doing this because I hate Duke players. Luke Kennard is gonna to have to have a big game for them to have any type of chance here. Well, guess what. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Hey, man, no, I agree with you. And we're not going to dive too deep into this pandemic P slash playoff yeah. P discussion just because Kawhi Leonard is hurt now. Mm-hmm. But if the Clippers do lose this series, is this Paul George's fault? Yeah. Um, oh, hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, li- wait, li- listen, listen to my angle, though. <laughs> I-, I think you're going to agree with me at the end. Here's what I'm saying. Paul George has had a phenomenal series against the Jazz so far. He's played very, very well. However, now that Kawhi is basically gone, yep. you were the second star they brought in. You are the star that they traded all those asses for to bring to L.A. The Clippers fall on you now. Yep, You are the general of the team. Kawhi's out. The scoring, the defense, everything that Kawhi had is now on you. So you- and I feel like this is exactly what he needs to do to redeem himself. He has to get that team, put it on, on his back, and, and win this series. He has to do it. Has to. I know. I understand the the shoes that Kawhi is leaving in this series. You know, Kawhi obviously is Kawhi Leonard. Like we we're not going to discount that. But Paul George, you are a star. You're an all star, a perennial all star. You mm. need to look. You need to carry the load. So, why why would we why would we write this off? So let me get this straight. After we just both said and and agreed that the Clippers literally have no chance. This is still Paul George's fault. You but, you literally just sat yes. here and said that Utah is a better team. Mm-hmm. They are going to win these games. The yep. Clippers, aside from Paul George, yep. we don't know where they're going to even mm-hmm. generate offense from. Yeah. And but, yet you still expect Paul George yes, to... Yes, because the this, shoes that Paul George is in right now, after the postseason he had last year, after the, everything that happened in this offseason with Pandemic P and all this other stuff, this is his time. And... He has to rise to the challenge. Okay, is what I'm okay, saying. okay, okay, okay. Hear me, hear me out yeah. because I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to agree with you, but I'm gonna like break this down. I don't care about last year's playoffs anymore. He was definitely pandemic P last year. He was shooting shots off the side of the backboard. Correct. This year, he has played much better in mm-hmm. the postseason, exponentially better. And in this, in this series, he has been great. 
Yes. He's yes. Been, he's been really, really good. Right. So I agree with you that he can't just go out there and stink it up. So that's that's what that's what I was going to get to. Yeah. But if he still if he goes out and balls, so that's and, different. And, and they still lose. I can't put that on him. That's different. They're missing yeah. virtually forty percent of their offense. Right. So that's that's different. I'm my my point is you're saying he has he to play, show up. Okay. 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 He has to show up for his team. But if he it, if he comes out here and he scores seventeen points, like I'm gonna be like PG, what are you doing? Like. It, they say, need your team say, needs you. Say he say he's having say he play, comes out tonight and plays a similar game that he's been playing this series. So thirty, yes, yeah, so okay. thirty because he he had thirty one right. thirty. He's had thirty one back to back games. Right. Would that at least say that at least he came out and played? If he if he goes out and he scores thirty, but also has an impact on the defensive end, yes, I will give him all the credit because I feel like I feel like he could go out and score forty and they'll still lose by fifteen points. See, I don't see that. I just don't. I think the Jazz team, mm-hmm. not not individual oh, yeah. talent. The, the, Jazz the Jazz have a better, way the, better team. Yeah, the Jazz team is exponentially better, yes. offensively and defensively, defensively, yes, than the Clippers. Like they don't turn the ball over. Right. Jazz, they're boring. Like <laughs> they are. They're they're, they're, a, they're a boring team. Like they're fundamentally sound. Mm-hmm. Like they make the the extra pass. Yeah. Like. Ugh. <laughs> Like oh my! Other like, than Donovan Mitchell, yeah, other than Donovan Mitchell, but everybody was like, "Bro, like do something fancy. Yeah. Go, go, but go between the legs for a three sixty dunk. Like, <laughs> like fundamentals. No, we're gonna lay it off the I backboard. Like no, we're gonna we're gonna lay it off the backboard for the layup. No, like they're, they're boring. Like they're they're a boring team. It's Utah. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, I I understand what you're saying. I just want to make sure we're on the same page as far yeah. as like scoring. Cause my my point is he has to show up. I yeah no I agree. Yeah. I I personally think that he could have. A KD type performance, and they still potentially lose that game. Wow, and that's saying something. Yes, no, I, <laughs> if, I, re- if I really. If he out here doing KD numbers, he and could, they still I lose, really that's think an he issue. He could put up forty plus, and they would still probably lose the game because Donovan Mitchell is going to score at least thirty five. Yeah, he's scoring 30, 35. Yeah, yeah, and then the support. I just look at the supporting cat. If Luke Kennard, please don't I'm, bring his name. I'm no only more. saying Luke Kennard <laughs> because he's the only one that I trust to shoot the ball. Yeah. At least I know he's not scared to shoot. I'm True. not saying he's going to make it. Yeah, but what I want to say, Nicholas Batum. <laughs> Like Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris, Pat Beverly. Yo, when Pat Bev is out there, I'm screaming, he with us yeah. because he's playing for us, Facts. not the Clippers. He's not helping them. Right. He's hurting them. Yeah. Speaking of Durant and a historical performance after that brutal injury that Kyrie suffered in game four back in Brooklyn, KD went ballistic. With a hobbled Harding. Why I don't know Hard I don't know why Harding was yeah, in the game he, he to, didn't be, do to begin with. But just talk to me about Katie's performance, man, and what that means and what that shows and proves that me and you agree with yeah. KD is the best player in the NBA. Yes. K Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. Let's get that out the way. Fresh off an Achilles injury. Yes. This is probably the greatest single performance yeah. we have seen in some time. Yes. Like Yes. To watch that game, it was it was art. Like the yes. way he got a shot, he did all that on twenty three shots. He twenty three shots. He shot seventy percent, eighteen to twenty three. This seventy percent. This dude forty nine, seventeen and ten. I mean, nobody in NBA history has ever did that in the playoffs ever. He played all forty eight minutes. Didn't and, even come out of the game. And the craziest thing is, after the game, like he could play another forty eight. Yeah. He didn't even look tired. He didn't look exhausted at all. Like he didn't look exhausted. And I saw the reports today, and they're like, "Yeah, you know, Katie, you know, they got on a flight today to Milwaukee. He looks fine. And he's fine." Like I was like, "You played forty eight minutes. You put up 50, 40, 49 points." And you're not exhausted? Like, your legs are still good? Like, 
And this is all without barely any help. I mean, if it wasn't for Jeff Green, they lose that game. Oh, for sure. They lose that game like, easy. KD had to have uh, the game of his life for them to win by four points yes. in, in the end yeah. off of free throws. Right. Yeah, Jeff Green, I think he went 24. seven. I think he went seven for eight from the three point mm-hmm. line. Twenty four points. Like, what in the world? By but, the way, shout out to Maryland, because uh, you know, two two they, Maryland yeah, boys two put Mar- on, two, you know, two Mar- granted two, PG County, but we'll get there. But yeah. Like, nah. <laughs> Two, two Maryland boys mm. <laughs> came up from the Supersonics. For sure. <laughs> like, came up from C- the Seattle Supersonics. They grown now. They grown. Yeah, they are. <laughs> nah, they're grown. Now I want to get to the other side. Bucks lost this game. Yeah. As mu- as great as KD played, and KD is the best player in the NBA, mm-hmm. fresh off an Achilles injury, yep. 18 to 23, 49 points on 23 shots. One is insane. Yeah, that's that's nasty. <laughs> that's nasty. Disgusting. Yeah. Bucks lost this game. Yes. Who's to blame? So we had this discussion earlier. Off the pod. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead and, and I, go ahead and say it. Yes. So I am going to lean on Giannis. And the reason uh, I'm going <laughs> the reason I'm going to lean on Giannis is this. You are the reigning league MVP. You are also the reigning defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm, Giannis mm-hmm, Antetokounmpo. Mm-hmm. Yes, I can say his name. I'm not going to try. <laughs> he has to be better. I'm sorry. At, he has to be better because free throw shooting. Agreed. He turned the ball over. He had he he had more than usual turnovers. He had four. Yeah, more than usual, um, and especially in this postseason. Um, Harden had five. James Harden is on one leg. You can't. You can't. I'm screaming. He with us. Apples to <laughs> apples. <When he's, laughs> I'm definitely screaming. He with us when Harden. James on Harden is on one leg. He, he could barely move out there. He was playing for the Bucks yesterday. Yes. He yes, had, he was. He, he had more turnovers than points. I think. I think the funniest thing, and we talked about it earlier, how he jumped in the air, he landed, and then tried to call a timeout like he just didn't travel. Yo, forgot. Timeout. <laughs> timeout. What? Forgot. Timeout. <laughs> like yo, what are you doing? Hey, let's run that back. Hold on. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, do over. Do over. <laughs> Like, like, what are you doing? I don't, I really don't. And I don't, we can get mm-hmm. back to the Bucks, but do you think that Harden had any impact? Do you think that his presence, like, alone was enough to at least keep the Bucks from double teaming? So, here's what I'll say about because I, I, I really thought that he served zero purpose. Yeah, I'm so, gonna be 100% honest. Yes, I thought he served zero purpose. Yes, so and that's the, just me. The only purpose James Harden served yesterday was he took, he, he was, he first off, he got them in their sets offensively. When he could. Okay. And when you have a Chris Middleton checking you full court mm-hmm. to get you there, that allows KD to rest a little bit. Okay. All right. I need to go get the ball now. They set the pick. KD comes get the ball. And that, that just leads them to their thing. And then also the pick and roll game. I don't know if you saw it, but whether it's, you know, Jeff Green or Joe Harris. By the way, he's Joe Harris is terrible. He frustrates me. <laughs> Terrible. He has been side, terrible. Side in the, note, Joe Harris. Trash. He has been terrible in the series. For him to be a three point specialist, he sure has been shown been it. Terrible. Anyway, uh, but no, James Harden served the purpose he needed to yesterday, and that was to get the, get the team in their sets, and also in the pick and roll game, just find the open man cut into the basket, and that's I, all he did. I guess for me, but he did I, turn the ball no, over five I'm times. I about to say I, I can see because I did see him with that back door to mm-hmm. Joe Harris. Who got that easy layup? So I do remember some Jeff of the, Green. I, I mean, do remember guys. some. I do remember some of the passes he made, some of the assists he got. But for me, down the stretch, he was turning the ball over and honestly keeping the Bucks in Agreed. the game. Agreed. To me, he was keeping the Bucks in the game. Agreed. You because he was doing like mm-hmm. he just wasn't. You can tell he's not healthy. Like he can't elevate on his yeah. jump shots. He he can't drive the way he wants to. He had he had that one and one mm-hmm. on Chris Middleton. Yeah. But other than that, like to me, he. 
he did set up the offense mm. sometimes, so I agree with that. So he but, can still handle the ball. That's all he did. I, but I also feel like on defense, he was a huge liability. Yes. And, and for the Bucks not to expose that, shame on them. Shame on them. He couldn't stay in front of nobody. Look, Literally, nobody. Them, them dudes was taking him smooth to the to the rim. He couldn't stay. And he, he couldn't. couldn't even, he, he couldn't, stood. The, and he, he couldn't stay in front of nobody. <laughs> Drew Holiday. Just blew by him. Like, blue, smooth by Literally. him. And James Harden is still standing at the three-point line. <laughs> he could not move. Could not move. Tell me why the Bucks lost it. Aside from Giannis. No, no, finish your, finish the, finish your Giannis okay. point. Because so, I, I disagree. Yeah, yeah. So, so Giannis, to me, you did have more turnovers than you usually do. You did also commit three charges that... Those, it, it, I feel like, to me... And and this is three. those can be a toss up, but those happen. I, I do think Giannis gets officiated not unfairly, but he he's so big and athletic mm-hmm. that if if he fall if you fall when he runs into you, even if he falls, they're gonna give him the charge one because he's just bigger. Yeah. And the other thing is, my last point with Giannis is he has no bag. Like his offensive Where's game. Where's your bag? Yeah. Where's your bag? He has no offensive game whatsoever. If it's not a Euro step or a spin move, driving downhill, he has nothing. And I mean nothing. And that's on him to develop his game. Like, he should be better than he is at this point. He can't shoot. He can't dribble. This dude is out there looking crazy. I don't know if you saw the clip. They put it on Twitter. Dude, dude Kyrie's on him. Kyrie is on him at the time Kyrie's healthy. Oh, I was like, yeah, wait, no, wait. no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. At this time, Kyrie, okay, Kyrie is healthy. Okay. Giannis is trying to put the ball between his legs and drive past him. Loses the ball, resets, tries to do the thing, same thing again. Resets, tries to do the same thing again. No bag, no bag. You have to get better at your offensive game. You're good on defense. We understand what kind of defensive player you are, which is why you're the reigning defensive player of the year. Yeah. However, your offensive game is weak, weak sauce. He has to be better. He has to develop his game further than what it is right now. What I fought Giannis for, in particular yesterday's He's game. He's basically Ben Simmons. Cause, cause like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just looking at I'm not going to say that because he can score way better than Ben Simmons. Yeah, I agree. He, one, he's not afraid to shoot like Ben Simmons. Yeah. And like they're, they're equal great defenders. I agree with that. But Giannis plays so much harder. I think, I think like, the difference between I, the two. I feel like yeah. the, one is effort. But two, Giannis isn't afraid to yeah. shoot the ball. I think Simmons is obviously the better ball handler. He's the mm, better assist. You know, he's the better, you know, and I think he's the better defender, honestly. I agree with um, that. Well, I, I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to necessarily say that because Giannis can play some defense. Yeah, he can like, play he, defense. He can play some defense. But the defense that Ben Simmons plays is, he should have been defensive player of the year. Let's, no, let's I agree. Honest. I don't think Rudy Gobert deserved that. No. I, I agree with that 100%. Here's what I'm going to say about Giannis. Two things I fought him for. One, I fought him for Dropping the ball towards the end of the game yes. when Chris Middleton gave him that to potentially tie it with a layup mm-hmm. when Harden was on him. Yep. And two, and this is, I mean, it's hard to fault him because this is not something that just happened yesterday. It's always happened. Free throws. Yes. Free throws in the clutch. It get it gets tricky. Free throws in the clutch. They're going to start fouling him because they know that he's with us on the free throw line. I think out of all the active starters in that series, I think he has the lowest percentage of free throws right now. Yeah, no, is, I, 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 ridiculous. Would, I wouldn't be surprised. And he's your, and he's your best player. Right. So it, it's hard. To me, it's hard for the Bucks to run an offense through Giannis, who literally only goes downhill. Yesterday, I watched multiple times where he would get the ball around the free throw line. He would dry, take it out to the three-point line, yeah. back up a little bit, and try to drive. Couldn't get by, so he would take it out, try to drive mm-hmm. again. And it's like he's doing the same thing yep. over and over again. And that's where I say, where's your bag? 
Like th- that's where I say, right. where's your bag? Because it's like, yo, you're doing the same thing. Okay, it didn't work the first time. Exactly. It didn't work the second time. Um, we're running out of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, the shot clock's out. But I'm going to put that loss on Bud. Okay. I-, I have to put that loss on Bud. They're down. They're up 16 at the half. I think the league got to as big as 17 or 18 points. Yeah. There's no reason, one, that Jeff Green should be seven for eight from the three-point line, where at least five of those were uncontested yeah. threes. And we know that KD's going to get his. Mm-hmm. You just have to stop the rest yes. of the people. Yes. And they couldn't do it. And they slowed down their score and they got away from their sets. They stopped going at James Harden, who is a liability yes. out there. He had no business being on the court. And then, like we talked about off mic, excuse mm-hmm. me, with KD. And you wanted Giannis to guard KD. Yeah. And Giannis said after the game, he said, I, I hope that he said, I'm hoping that I'm giving the challenge to guard KD next game. These are coaching decisions. He said the same thing last year when Jimmy Butler was going off against them in the playoffs. Mm. He says, I guard who the coach tells me to. Giannis has never been that guy to, you know, be a rebel and kind of go against his coach and say, yo, I know you're the coach, but I'm going to do this. He's not one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, this. it's not a bad thing, but he's just not one of those guys. So I think he really does what the coach tells him to. And P.J. Tucker had a, he had a solid defensive game against KD the, the previous game. He did. Yeah. Like he had, he had a pretty big defensive game against him, but PJ Tucker had zero points yesterday. Zero, zero. He put up a goose egg. I think yeah. he only had like four rebounds mm-hmm. or something like that. So he didn't have a great game. Coaching. There's no reason for you to have that type of collapse. There's no reason, and I think Bud literally coached his way out of a job. And speaking of coaching, let's let's just be honest. I think this is the worst coached series. Oh, <laughs> did you see the way Steve Nash and hugged Kevin Durant? Let me tell you something. <laughs> These two coaches right here are terrible. And I mean terrible. I don't know which one's worse. I don't know if it's well. I it's think, Steve Nash. It's Steve Nash. I don't think Steve Nash is making mistakes. He's just not coaching. He's Bud's coaching at badly. Some po- at but, some but, point, but, though, Bud's coaching badly. Yeah. At least Steve Nash. Steve Nash isn't coaching. He's not doing anything. Bud's coaching, Steve but he's Nash doing, not he, even making adjustments. He's doing it incorrectly. <laughs> but Bud's coaching incorrectly. If you're gonna be bad, just don't coach yeah. like Steve Nash. <laughs> at, least, at least Steve Nash isn't doing it bad. He's just not doing it. Yeah. Bud is doing it badly. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what? There's no. There as great as KD played yesterday. There's no reason that the that the Bucks shouldn't. Have not when you're out like that. that. There's no reason for no. that. Offense looked horrible. It was like yeah. a 12-0 run with the Nets, and I'm like. And and another thing that I do, I will fault Giannis for, and this is not. I'm not faulting him for the game. I'm still faulting Bud 90 percent yeah. for this game. Giannis had James Harden on him, on the block, ended a fadeaway. So. I, I, and did and did a fade We're going to talk about the same play. That is not your bag. Did you see this, that same <laughs> that, play? That is not your bag. Go around him. Yeah. He can't stay in front of you. He's not big enough one. Mm-hmm. But and I know and I know you've seen this too. There were a couple of plays where Katie and Giannis were kind of going neck and neck where yeah. Giannis was getting to the paint, backing people down and getting layups mm-hmm. and then Katie was hitting jump shots and they were kind of going at it. Yeah. Like I'm talking eight straight from both. Right. But then Giannis got away from what he's good at. Yes. There's no reason for one for you to ever shoot a fadeaway. Ever in your life. That is not I don't want you to practice that. I don't want you to play do yeah. that on 2K. I don't want you to do none of yeah. that. His my player should never do that. <laughs> that is not you. Yeah. That is not you. Be you. Go to you have James Harden on you. Go to the basket. The same play. Yep. Giannis is backing down James Harden. Yep. There's a defender that is coming over to try to help James Harden with the defensive assignment. James Harden waves him off. I got this. No, you don't. <laughs> he did because he understands how to play Giannis. A lot of, and I don't know if you you caught the 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 strays 
on Twitter last night, but a lot of the guys in the league were coming at Giannis yesterday. And I when I say when I say this, I, I think there's a lack of respect for Giannis around the league. I and agree. I think that guys realize how one dimensional he is offensively. And they're like, he's not better than me. Why does he keep on getting MVP? Why does he keep on getting this and that? And effort. that's because effort, effort, and he's putting in the work. Like effort. He, 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 I mean, his stats are his stats. Effort. He's a terrible shooter. Don't ever if, no. look if you look if you ever needed a game to be sealed. It's not Giannis. No, <laughs> you're gonna no. pick. You don't. So, want, you don't want the the game in his hands unless he's on the block. No, that, <laughs> give it to Chris Middleton. Yeah, exactly. So no, nah, I think I think that. You know, there's a lack of respect around the league, which is why. And I don't think James Hart particularly likes Giannis. I, I don't know if you caught no, that. No, we, but we, but we, we knew that. Knew we knew this. We knew he, this. You remember James Harden mm-hmm. said, "I wish I was he seven yeah. foot and I could just jump over." He does not like dumb. him. Does not like him. He no. he thinks he is overrated. unskilled and he overrated. overrated. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of guys feel the same way around the league. And one, I I don't know if they necessarily think that he's unskilled, but I think that. I don't want to say it's a respect thing, but I think there's like a mutual tension. One, because Giannis isn't buddy-buddy with all the guys in the offseason. No. Like, I feel like all the superstars are kind of working like out a super, together. They're yeah. working. Giannis never works out with them. Remember last yep. year? He said he didn't want to work out with LeBron and mm-hmm. them. He didn't want to go to L.A. to work out yep. with them. And he doesn't want to, like, join their team um, to make a super team. He wants to do it in Milwaukee. Right. And, like, I feel like he has that reputation where it's like whoa like who made you better than us and i don't think he thinks he's better than them per se i think he just sees it as competition Mm -hmm. you're my enemy right so i think they take it in a negative way and he's not looking at it that way he's not necessarily trying to portray it that Mm -hmm. way and i think it just comes off as kind of standoffish standoffish or snobbish Mm -hmm. and yeah i don't think he does it on purpose but no, nah, we know in the offseason, like, a lot of the players do work out yeah. together, like, all the time. Yep. And Giannis always declines. Like, they even offer him to come, like, yo, yeah, like, let's let's get some runs in. He's like, nah, I'm good. Like, yeah. I'm going to practice here on my own. Um, He had the chance to potentially leave. Nah, we're going to get it done here in Milwaukee. I don't need another superstar. You know, like, like he kind of respects, like, you know, the grind, the, the, grind, the process. And he embraces it because he, he challenges himself to be better. And I feel like his game will continue to elevate, but right now he doesn't have a jumper at all or a handle. Yeah, or a handle. And yeah. it's it's funny because like you know who else who has that somewhat mentality is Dame Lillard. Dame Dame doesn't like go play with superstars. He practices on his own all the time. Like you hear Dame, like I'm not trying to be with you. I'm but trying Dame to be does work out with the guys from time to time though. Every now and he'll, then he work out with some guys. Yeah, but I'm just talking about like, his mentality as far as like nah, I'm, I'm yeah. here in Portland to stay. Yeah. But Dame is a killer. He's like, a killer, but he about to get about out of Portland. Yeah, Dame, Dame is Dame is a killer. So it's like you kind of gotta respect yeah. Dame. Like, look, he does this to everybody. Yeah. Like Giannis can't put up what Giannis can't do what Dame can do at all. Yeah, Giannis can't do what Dame can do. So it's like, yeah, yeah, we get it. So yeah, I don't I don't know if that hurts his reputation in the league. Um, but no, I I do understand that. Let's jump to the last series that we have in the East: Atlanta Sixers. Who's gonna win this series? I think the Sixers are going to finish this series. Um, seven or six? Seven. Okay. I think it goes seven. And it's it's interesting because this this Atlanta Hawks team shows you so much fight, so much grit. They were down 18 and came back to win that game. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, Embiid's injury is worrisome. And I mean, I'm, I'm convinced it's start, that— it's, start, it's starting to make me nervous. Yeah. And it's I, starting to make me nervous. I feel like, you know, you had the chance to put the, put the, you know, the nail in the coffin— in Atlanta last game. And the fact that you allowed this team to to tie the series up 2-2 and go into a game five back in Philly is really worrisome to me because Doc Rivers, you know, 
he he said after the game, he's like, this isn't us. I don't understand why or what happened in the second half. But these guys, we were up. They were up 18 points. Like, yeah, up 18. Eight, 18 points at the half. And we are like, I was about to go to bed. And then I look, I look back. I was like, "Hold up!" The the four points within four points, like they, the the lead literally vanished in the span of like six minutes. Yeah. Third quarter, the game was all tied up, and it, and it wasn't that you know Trey Trey didn't have a great efficient game as far as shooting goes, but he assisted on eighteen passes. You know, he scored I think twenty five or yeah, something was, like that. He was twenty five and eighteen. Yeah, yeah, twenty five and eighteen or twenty five or seventeen. Right. It's one of those two. Right. So he didn't have a great shooting night, but he put up enough points for that. John Collins twenty points. I, I believe he had twenty. Oh no, 14, 14 and yep. fourteen and fifteen something like that. He had a double double regardless. Um, but you know, these guys are showing a lot of fight, a lot of grit. You know, a team that, you know, the Philadelphia 76ers are one of the best defending teams in the league. Yeah, because of their length. Right. The fact that the Hawks, a smaller, relatively small team, you know, like skinnier, you know, these, these guys are not exactly big. Um, the fact that they're putting up, the points they're putting up on, on the Sixers is really interesting to me. And I feel like once you look at them, you see the high pick and roll with Clint Capella and Trey. You see, you know, John Collins flashing out to the corner or even, you know, the high pick and roll with John Collins and Trey in that pick and pop game. I mean, not even with bogey in the corner, even with bogey Bogey, in the corner, um, Gallo, yeah, Gallinari. These guys are, you know, they're playing very, very well together. And if you're the Sixers, you got to question yourself right now. Like, look, are we going to let these boys, you know, live anymore? Cause I I think it comes down to heart at this point because Embiid, he's injured. Like at this point, he's injured. We know it's evident. Yes. Somebody else has got to step up. Like somebody's got to step up, and I'm it should looking be at Ben I'm, Simmons. I'm looking at Tobias Harris. It should be Ben Simmons, but it, it, it falls I'm, on Tobias because Tobias at, is the better offensive player. I'm looking at Tobias because Tobias is the one that's supposed to score those right. points. Yes. So Ben Simmons, yeah, he can affect the game in other ways. Like it's funny because some games Ben Simmons will put up 30, and other games will put up on layups and dunks. Yeah, and floaters. And, 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 and other games he'll put up four points. Yeah. And it's like. We don't I, know. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah we I, don't I, know. I don't know what Ben Simmons I'm going to get. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think Tobias Harris needs to step up. I think he's had a relatively quiet series. Um, Seth Curry's been playing pretty good. I will say, though. Like, he's been shooting pretty good. Tobias, the first the first two games, Tobias had great, great games. Yeah, great games. Yeah, and I mean, they, they well, I'm about to say after game one, they yeah. turned up game right. two. Yeah, turned up game two. But it's like now it's like he, it's 2-2. Yes. And Embiid, Embiid is not. He's not healthy. He, he's not healthy. Like he can't jump like he wants to. That layup yeah. to tie the game. Like that showed him right there. He yeah. said, he said, he even said it post game. He said, normally I would have dunked that. Yeah. He, he, couldn't, he couldn't do it. Couldn't, yeah, couldn't get up. So somebody has to step up. And I also think that they have to learn how to protect the lead. Yeah. Like up 18, like what's up with these teams blowing leads? Like yeah. you shouldn't be blowing that lead. I don't care if you're on the road or not. You shouldn't be blowing that lead. Exactly. And like you said, Trey Young wasn't even super efficient at all. They just weren't scoring points. Right. Like I think Embiid scored two points in the second half, yes. which is rough. Yeah. Rough. For Joe Embiid, that's that is that's, that's no, terrible. That's all, that, that can't happen. Yeah. Like that can't happen. So somebody's going to have to step up aside from him. I think it's going to have to be Tobias Harris. We'll see tonight. Who do you have to win in the night? Sixers. You have Sixers yeah. win tonight? Tobias, big game. Okay. I think... Um, you think Simmons has one too? No. <laughs> we we just can't count on him. <laughs> How do you think Embiid does? I'm I'm a little worried. I'm actually a little worried because one, he's getting a lot of minutes and that's not helping his knee. Yeah. I and think, we already know it's partially torn as is. Right. I think Embiid can give you... Tonight, I think he's going to give you like 22. He's going to have it like 22 and 10. He's averaging around 30, yeah. even on a bum knee, but... He'll have 22 and 10, something like that. And I, I think that... So, big big game from Tobias. And, it's going to have to be. Big game from the defense as well? Yeah. 
And Tobias, you know, Shake Milton, uh, Maxi, all those guys going to have yeah, to Tyre, yeah, yeah, Tyrese Maxi. All those guys going to have to fill in the gap. I'll take that. If the Sixers lose tonight, do you think the series is over? They're in trouble. You think you think Atlanta yeah, can go, finish? Yeah, yeah, Atlanta will be game yeah, six. It'll be game six in the ATL. Yep. Yeah, that game is done. Okay. All right, man, we're going to jump some rapid-fire NFL questions here before we get out of here. Stephon Gilmore has not reported to Patriots' mandatory minicamp. Who do you think has the best chance of landing the former Defensive Player of the Year? That is a tough question. Um, I'm thinking off the top of my head, defensive, uh, you know, teams that need a defensive quality mm-hmm. as such as cornerback like him. Um, you look at the Jets. Um, you look at a team like the Cowboys, who also need a corner. Oh, true. Uh, the 49ers, who need another corner. Um, you know, he's going to a contender. I mean, let's let's be honest with there. He's out in New England for you. Yeah, though. I think so. Because I don't think Bill's going to give him the money he wants. Coming um, off the tour and, and, he quad, want, and he's still not healthy. Reports are saying he wants a similar deal to what Darius Slay got being traded to the Eagles. So mm. that's where we're looking at. Yeah, I think it's hard to get one of those deals, especially if you're deemed hurt right, right. now still. And you said, like you were saying earlier, he's missed nine games. He missed the last nine games and he's still not fully healthy. Right. That's alarming. Yeah. That's very alarming. The quad torn completely off the bone. That sounds awful. Yeah. Yeah, for a cornerback, too. Exactly. Yeah. Your movement is going to be yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. You need to make a lot of lateral movement. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston battling it out in New Orleans. Who's going to win that starting spot? It's, it's not a battle. I think it's Jameis Winston. Think so? Taysom Hill is not a quarterback. I say that. You say that. Sean Payton doesn't agree. <laughs> Taysom Hill ain't no quarterback. All right. Okay. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that Jameis as well just because I want Jameis to be mm-hmm. the quarterback. And... I don't think Taysom Hill is a quarterback. So, right. yeah, plain and simple. Aaron Rodgers doing all these shows, all this commentary, but yet to really show up to Packers anything. Packers saying that he is a handful to deal with. Is he getting traded this season or not? I think so. I think if he... I disagree. I think if he starts missing games, he's getting traded. Okay, so you think? do you think he's willing to sit out that long? Yes. Okay, I'll take that. Deshaun Watson... Haven't heard any news on him, really, aside from his cases, and they're settling those things. Is he going to play this season? I think he will. In I Houston? Think, no. not Of course not in Houston. <laughs> of course um, not. <laughs> yeah. I think he's going to get moved. Um, I mean, honestly, he, he could get moved as early as week three. Okay. Um, okay. So you see it happening fairly soon, closer to the closer to the regular season. Yeah. Okay. Fairly by 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 week three of the NFL season, I, I would say I would say he's probably getting moved. And <laughs> the reason I say that is because there's still a lot of activity around Deshaun Watson right now. The same teams that have been monitoring the situation have still stayed in contact, made phone calls, okay. checking on the situation. Some of the teams have all obviously you know, task their their own security to read up and find out what's going on in the legal process. Oh, really? So okay. there's a lot going on here in the Sean Watson sweepstakes. The same teams, like I said, there's a handful what, of teams. Is it Miami? Give, give me give me some of the teams. I Miami would say still? Miami, uh Philadelphia, oh, uh, wow. Denver. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, the Jets were before they took Zach Wilson, yep, obviously. Yeah, Zach Wilson now. Um, you know, just you know, I would say I'll keep it there. Miami Philly, Washington. I didn't, I didn't know Philly was uh, um, still on his radar. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I, I would, you know, I would mind in Denver. I would keep uh, mind on on those teams there. Denver is trying to get Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. or Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I feel like they're going to land one of those yeah. players. They're going to land one of those players. I would love for Watson to come to Washington. Please, <laughs> please, please. He joins us. Oh, in Carolina. I'm sorry. Carolina still, yeah. even though even after Sam Darnold. 
Yeah, I mean, they they can cut Sam Darnold <laughs> in a heartbeat <laughs> at the end of the season and owe him nothing. So this is true. He could be QB two. <laughs> yeah. Last but not least, Tim Tebow continuing to improve, quotation marks, in the Jags camp. Is he going to make that final roster? No. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Jazz, y'all need a tight end. Just call me. <laughs> just call Just call me. All right, man. Some quick takes before we get out of here. Rumors that Luka may be having some issues in Dallas. Do you think this is real or fake? I think it's very real. And, Interesting. Uh, you know, you know, they just fired their general manager. Yeah. Within the they last did. couple of hours, so that tells me there's some uh, <laughs> that tells some back me that, and forth going on right now. That tells me that Luca has the control right yes. now. I feel like Luca has the control. So, what can Dallas do to get Luca to stay? Give him a team. How about that? He's going to he's going to sign his 200 plus mil, which is why max extension, which is why I don't think he's leaving. And I would say that he he he. I'm sure he's going to the front office right now and say, "Hey, I need guys. I need we we got eliminated." Back to back years, and I drop a thousand. Yeah, and I'm dropping a thousand a game, <laughs> and I'm dropping a and thousand. And I have nobody to help. He needs a team. I agree with that. I don't know who's gonna be available in the off season. I would say, but look, I'm getting rid of Porzingis yes, first and foremost. He gotta go. Yeah, gotta get, go. Get him off my team. Yes, he is the biggest waste of money that we have right yes. now. Get him off my team. Yeah, I still think you know if you can get your hands on Bradley Bill, do it. Even if you have to give up the farm, like <laughs> okay, and Bradley Bill and Luca, yeah. A shooter, another another score. Right. Somebody create play decent defense. I'll take a Bradley Bill. Stan Van Gundy out as Pelicans coach. Scott Brook out as the Wizards coach. This is all happening today. The NBA's turning up. Yeah. Like Chris Paul and Protocol. Mm-hmm. Kawhi wow. Leonard might be out. Like all this news hitting. Zion's gonna now have his third coach in, three years. in his three years. Who's the best fit for the Pelicans? And give me one for the Wizards as well. If you can name anybody. I know Jason Kidd's been out there. As far as names, been a couple of names spiraling out there. I was, I would say this, in Washington, I would love a combination of Jason Kidd mm-hmm. and Don Staley. You I put like those that. two together like in Washington. I like that, and I think that organization has a lot of promise. I like that. As far as New Orleans goes, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say it needs to be somebody that they can get it. They need to get it right. They're not helping their team. Their team's young. They have a young team, but they are not helping their young talent develop at all because they're Stan Van Gundy was out. He was there one year, correct? Yeah. One year one and done. out, one and done out. You're not, you're not putting them into the position to succeed at all. And they should be way better than they are. And I think if you're the general manager, um, this, this is unacceptable. I agree. You know, you think you have to get it right at this point. Yeah, I mean, you fired two coaches in back-to-back seasons. You now you handpicked Stan Van Gundy. This was supposed to be your guy. You said that you were moving forward. This was the organization, you know, where you had a lot of promise. Yada yada yada. And you fire him a year later. I have no idea what the Pelicans are doing. I don't think the Pelicans know what they're doing. It's funny because they they can score offense. Like I mean, they can score on offense. They have a solid offense. Like they have a solid team. They have talent. They they do. They have a lot of talent, and it's young talent. Yeah, that's what makes it even better. But you can't they make can, the postseason. Yeah, you can't make the postseason. Can't utilize it. Can't get over the hump. No, that's tough. That's all I got, man. Aside from Lamelo Ball winning Rookie of the Year, I think we all saw that coming. Yeah. Charlotte stand up. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, we in the building. You know all that good stuff. But yeah, man, that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Just like to say, everyone, please, please remember to social distance. Please get vaccinated if you haven't already. Please remember that COVID is still a real thing out here. Ask Chris Paul. Like, he got vaccinated in February and still got COVID. Yeah. And he's a superstar. Right. So 
This thing doesn't have any bias toward anybody, clearly. Yeah. Although Chris Paul has so much bad postseason luck, it, it kills me. And I know I know it's killing you because it's your team. Right. But yeah, everyone, just please be smart. Please continue to social distance and wear your mask when you can and just do the right thing. And you know, Juneteenth is a Saturday, so we out here, baby. For sure, for the culture. Y'all, be safe in these streets. Protect yourself, wear your mask, six feet apart, all those kinds of things. Guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, and any other platform you listen to us on, please give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. We will shout you out on the show when we get these reviews For in. sure. We appreciate those. Um, So we appreciate all those things. And, you know, guys, just be safe out here in these streets. Yep. And before I'm out, Sons and Four. Yep. Really solid, ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze marked with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Racked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood. I said I would get no media. I'm feeling like tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is the swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no addy.